Hello, welcome to the Hamilton Happy Hour. This is Maddie Hamilton, you know, I'm sure you know by now, but if you're new to this podcast, uh, welcome. Um, this is the third episode, I believe, second interview, which is the main basis of this podcast. I know it's been a little bit since I've uploaded, but I am in college and I was adjusting to this new semester. It has been an absolutely insane semester. <sighs> it's just, we are just now at midterms, so I'm sorry it took half a semester to get here to this other episode, but I promise there's some more regularly, regularly scheduled uploads. I'm just going to shoot for a week, um, remember a weekly episode or close to a week, so I'm sorry if we're not quite there all the time. However, thank you for sticking with me and listening to the Hamilton Happy Hour. Today we had um, an amazing uh, guest today. I it wasn't really I hadn't really known her before. I uh, actually ended up going to a festival with her, uh, Coralie, and we both had singing choir. Her she is an absolutely amazing singer. I wish we had an opportunity, uh, or if it was in person, I'd have her sing for us. Are you kidding? She's so amazing. Like you guys don't even. Anyway, when I first time I heard her sing, I'm pretty sure I, I heard angels. Uh, so uh, she uh, sang, I listened to one of her solos at uh, one of the Iowa festivals for choral music uh, last year before uh, COVID hit. And it just, it, she's one of the most beautiful, if not the most beautiful singer I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, I really am so thankful she was on today. Um, I'm just recording this afterhand. Uh, we've talked about so many different things in life, which just is always a blessing uh, to talk to people and find out their stories, which is, of course, uh, I'm sure as you've heard by now, <laughs> the, the point of this podcast. So uh, thank you again uh, for sticking with me. And I suppose I should start my segment where, segment where I, what I found beautiful uh, today. Today, I took a midterm, which if you are not familiar with college and or I guess exams and all this other stuff, I took a midterm today, which is just in the middle of the semester, a huge test about everything you've covered. I was so freaking nervous for this midterm, but I studied for like a whole day and like all weekend. And I just kept studying because I was like, I'm going to do great. I'm going to do so good on this midterm. No ifs, ands, or buts. I was manifesting it so that I was no option but to do good on this freaking midterm. And what I found beautiful is when I turned in that midterm and I walked out those doors, it was a gloomy, rainy, horrible day and worms were littering the sidewalks and everyone was just gloomy and grumpy and you know it just seemed horrible right but it was just the energy that was in the air i suppose because it didn't seem hor horrible and gloomy it felt beautiful and refreshing and a new start to this this semester or just to keep refreshing refresh yourself and embrace yourself into this new semester and skyrocket yourself to success that's that's just all i could manifest and feel this morning i just felt so powerful as myself after this midterm, it was just truly, ah, it was just so good. But um, I hope you all found something beautiful to uh, believe in or listen to today. Uh, but before I get 
trailing off. I, I know this is a short intro compared to most, but I am just so excited for you guys to listen to this bit. <laughs> Svea, I'm so sorry. I Yes, Svea, uh, I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this podcast. So please, thank you for watching. And I hope to see you next week. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Here, <laughs> maybe I should do a uh, roll clip. <laughs> Hello! Welcome to the Hamilton Happy Hour, Svea Hagen. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Welcome, first off, but tell us a little about yourself. Thank you. Um, I am 18. I am a senior at Eastview High School in Apple Valley, Minnesota. Um, I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. I'm a theater kid. I'm in choir. Uh, I used to do color guard. I used to be a competitive dancer. Um, I'm going to school for vocal performance and probably something with business too. So, yeah. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. No, I remember the first time I met you, it was at Dorian Festival mm -hmm. and you, I, you didn't know that I, I was watching you in the audience and you're performing this solo, and I swear to the Lord above us that it was an angel singing. Like, you have the most beautiful voice. Thank like, you. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then this, like, oh, the universe, I swear, uh, just placed you into, like, me and my friend Lauren's lap, because we were both, like, she was such a beautiful singer. And then we go home, right, because there's a huge snowstorm that night. And we oh my stopped God. at Casey's. Yeah. Yeah. And we stopped at Casey's and then I, uh, we met you and I was like, no way. That's like the girl I was like fangirling over. <laughs> like you were like, oh, anyway. But no, yeah. that was so fun. You guys literally made my night. Like that was so sweet when you guys came up to me. Are you kidding? You made like our night. Like that is the thing. It's like we talked about it in the car, like with my tiny little school and our bourbon. And we were just like, oh my God. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were so fangirling. Aww. I love your name also. It does it have any like Thank you. Um yeah, it's a Swedish name. So I'm like half Swedish, half Norwegian, basically, um, with a few other things in there, but uh um it's so yeah, it's a Swedish name, and Sweden actually used to be called Svealand. So my name basically means like Sweden or like Queen, because it was like Sweden was named after the Queen Svea. So yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> just because I'm an astrology nerd, uh, what's your zodiac sign? <laughs> I have to ask. I have to ask because you say <laughs> I swear if you say Leo and your name is like Queen. I'm, um, well, I'm a Capricorn. I don't identify as a Capricorn, though, but... Wait, you know your moon and rising? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I oh. have written down questions, and I already got off track. <laughs> no, you're, you're completely fine. Let me pull up my chart. I'm pretty sure there's, I'm part Leo, but let me look. I kind of think my rising is Leo. Let me look, though. I love that. I love, <laughs> I love Leos. I am an Aquarius sun, a Scorpio Ooh. rising. <laughs> and a cancer moon okay <laughs> no I yeah I'm a little much but that's okay <laughs> I'm a little intense 
it's all good. Um, my sun is Capricorn, um, moon Aries, and then Leo rising. <gasps> Stop. I love those. Those are so, see, each one of those, it's like, I always love every zodiac sign because I think that they're just each, they both all have their own qualities. Like Capricorns are so focused on like business and things that they love and they're so driven and like, they always just like, I don't know. They're always just so passionate about stuff and they always succeed in it, which is cool in itself. And I'm an air sign, very heavily Aquarius specifically. So I love my Leos. <laughs> my Leos are just, and then, oh my goodness, what's your moon sign again? I'm just, Aries moon. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom's an Aries sun and one of my best friends is also an Aries moon. And I love Aries because they're also so passionate. So that's really cool. You have a lot of passion flowing through you. Yeah, actually, see, I don't, I don't know, like, a ton about, um, like, zodiac signs and, like, astrology or whatever, but I, I, I do find it, like, really interesting, and I'm, I just, I, like, downloaded the Nebula app a few weeks ago, so I'm kind of getting more into it, but, um, I, that's interesting because I normally, like, perceive Capricorns as kind of, like, the bossy, like, let's get to work kind of people, but, like, it's interesting that you talk about passion because I am a very like passionate person. So I guess in that aspect, I am like kind of a Capricorn, but, um, and I do, I do have like leadership qualities, I'd say, but I'm not, I try not to be bossy and I don't think I am bossy, but I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, Capricorns. Yeah. I mean, like it's a tendency, like, but I mean, you guys just know what you want. Like, that, that's the thing. It's like, you guys just know what you want. And you're going to, nothing's going to stop you getting it. And that's just so, like, mm, just such an admirable thing to have in your personality and Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I feel like I somehow bring Zodiacs into, like, every single conversation I have. And I hate it. I hate it that I am the astrology person, like, like the epitome, like I have pink hair, like, <laughs> like a septum piercing, like, <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, but it's okay. It's whatever. <laughs> we got some amethyst right here. I just took out my crystals before this. <laughs> and I have a Moldavite necklace. I know, I know, but. <laughs> you got Moldavite? Yes, oh I did. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. I mean, honestly, it's good that you just, like, got into it. Because, like, I don't know. I want to get desert glass, but I'm kind of happy. I mean, I'm working through my problems, and I'm really happy where I am. And I'm really scared to get, like, desert glass or Moldavite. Specifically because it's just, like, what is it going to do to me? Like, that's so scary. Ugh, but I get that. It's so far, like, I have noticed some things, like, um, sorry, um, no, you're good, like, no. uh, one person, like, who I was kind of friends with, they started being, like, transphobic, and so I was, like, okay, bye, and that was, like, after I got my Moldavite, so that was, but yeah. honestly, like, I'm so glad that I cut them out of my life, Absolutely. because I didn't think they were like that, and so, like, that was one thing, and, like, I'm really glad that that happened, and I, I wasn't, like, like super friends with them, but now they're completely out of my life, so that's good. That's so cool, and, and it's really smart that you paired it with Amethyst, 
because it will it won't like just smack you in the face with everything because mold white has the tendency to do that but yeah see i didn't didn't know that actually i just saw i just saw amethyst like on we have like a um sorry it's it's in my bra but (laughs) i carry mine in my bra i literally like i said i just took mine out before this um I just saw like we have like some crystals like on my counter and I was like oh I'm just gonna <laughs> but, um. <laughs> no I've been thinking a lot about my personal crystal journey and I'm like I just remember like there was like one of my I think she was a great aunt I don't know I was really young to remember who it was but I like she had like a geode that was an amethyst <laughs> And I remember that was the only thing I, we got to walk through the house and just see if we wanted anything. And like, that was my first crystal. And I was probably like six or seven. And I just really wish I could find it, but it disappeared. But supposedly crystals are supposed to disappear when they have served their purpose. That's interesting. I I think I've heard that, but yeah, that's really cool. Right? I don't know. I like, I don't like practice like witchcraft or any of that stuff. Not, I'm not. I don't, I think it's super cool. I just yeah, don't have like no energy for it. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a lot of work. Um, of course, yeah. But no. I, crystals are so cool. They are. And oh, yeah, I'll give you a little crystal haul of what I wore today. So I, today I have obsidian because Ooh. it, um, obsidian is really good at protection. However, whenever there's problems in your life, it'll, directly like push them your way so you can just deal with it so I always have obsidian which maybe isn't the best choice but oh well and then I have turquoise which is uh self-love uh self-advocation just a lot of self like I got this type of deal and then I can't remember this name but it's also self-love uh self and love I'm a I'm such a hopeless romantic, but if someone were to ask me out, I would literally be like, no. <laughs> I hate commitment. I hate it because it's just like, ugh. <laughs> That's valid. I, another thing about my Moldavite, I just like got out of a year-long relationship. No, I'm so <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. I ended things and like it, it was time um, because I'm, you know, I'm going to college next year and yeah, like. Yeah, of course. And um. Yeah, it was just time for that to be done. But um, yeah, it it it, it was a lot of work. <laughs> like, Sorry, yeah. I, you know. But yeah. you know, it was a life lesson at least, and now the oh, lesson yeah. is over. Ooh, that's what I just have to keep reminding myself is like, <laughs> it's just another life lesson. It's fine. Like, <laughs> it's fine. I have three more crystals, by the way. I have tiger's eye, which is for protection. I have another obsidian crystal because I am problematic sometimes. <laughs> and then to top it all off, rose quartz. <laughs> is What does rose quartz do? It is for love specifically. It is to love each other, love platonically, love intimately. It is just a love crystal. And honestly, lately I've been working on opening my heart. Um, I've noticed that, hence why I'm like, mm, ew, commitment. 
I've had a very closed off heart for like a, quite a while. And so I've, I believe in chakras and stuff. So it's just like, I've been working on opening my heart chakra. So that's why I have so much love and obsidian to get that love out and rose quartz and such. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I suppose we should finally get into the questions. <laughs> I'm okay, so wait. sorry. Yeah, so uh, basically what this podcast is about, um, I'll just give you a little intro or if anyone's new out there listening, um, this podcast is uh, about sharing other people's stories and uh, becoming more aware and more diverse in our world because honestly, that's kind of what we need. Uh, <laughs> we're not all the same and I don't even think there is another person just like me or you. And I think this is just a small step to share stories and be simple and all that fun stuff. So let's get into the questions. Um, the first question I have uh, is what was your childhood like or um, what's the most important takeaway that you would say from your childhood and growing up? Um, okay, so my childhood, I, uh, towards like the younger part of my childhood, I grew up with, you know, mom, a dad, and two sisters, and um, it was, you know, it was a good childhood. I was, I was in dance. I did soccer for like a year or two. Um, it was good, but uh, my, how heavy should I be getting <laughs> with as this? Because as much as you want. My, as as much as I think the biggest takeaway from what I said, we are all accepting. What was here. That? We are 100% oh, okay. inclusive of whatever you just put it out there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think the biggest takeaway though from my childhood is like, uh, family doesn't have to be, um, like the ideal picture perfect one mom, one dad, you know, happy siblings to like be functioning because. When I was in eighth grade, my parents got divorced and because my dad is actually gay and um, he, uh, uh, well, it just, obviously it didn't work out <laughs> because he's known since he was 12, but he still decided to marry a woman and have three kids, but you know, um, uh, but like throughout my childhood, like before they um, split, split up they would like fight a lot like a lot of people would think like oh you know it's good that they ended just because like your dad's gay but it's like no they like <laughs> it's the marriage was still like really toxic and like you know as much as it sucked when my parents like got divorced it, it was such a relief for me because I didn't have to hear them fight then every night you know and so I found a lot more peace um, with like that separation in my family and it's helped me get a lot closer with both my parents and my sisters um, just because there's not so much tension in our household so I guess the biggest thing is like life doesn't have to look like picture perfect or like how everyone expects it to in order for it to be like happy and healthy absolutely absolutely I also have uh, divorced parents, not because of that reason, but that's totally okay. Like, that is something that I really appreciate. It's just like, and also kind of why I started this. It's just like life, it, 
just bringing awareness is that like you find beauty in what you know like i start out a podcast every time uh i film an intro on my own but <laughs> i um start out every podcast in what i find something beautiful in uh mm -hmm. like that specific day or recently and i think that's just like life's that's my meaning of life is just like finding those little beauty imperfections beautiful imperfections uh and that's yeah absolutely absolutely yeah yeah um the next question i'll just move on that was <laughs> what do you think your purpose in life is or what do you think a general purpose is you can also share that oh man <laughs> that's like a heavy question no i mean like it's a good question i just um a hard one <laughs> yeah all right um i think i think uh, life's purpose just as a whole is to just like connect with people things like places i think finding connections in your daily life is like um a really important thing um no matter what it is like for me you know i'm uh going to school to be an opera singer which you know, it, it's not like I'm going to school to be a doctor or to, you know, to do something that will necessarily like help people. But I think like along that way, um, I'm still going to meet a lot of people and, you know, have really great conversations. And like the smallest little things can brighten up people's uh, days. And I think like you don't have to choose a path where you're directly like, um, making an impact on people in order to still impact people's lives. So I think just like making connections and embracing the things you love throughout your life gives it so much purpose. This is the, see, this is the reason why I believe in like the universe, because this is like this, you, you literally just said like my freshman year, like college catharsis. <laughs> like I have been always so not, not pressured, but like, so frustrated that I'm theater kid. Like I think, I think for some reason my head is like, "You're a theater kid, you." <laughs> like, but honestly, it's like as I've grown just this past year, I'm like, theater is so beautiful. You oh, yeah. are like taking the deepest part of you and playing it into other people, telling other stories. Mm -hmm. just through your emotions and you can control your emotions that's just insane like it's an it's its own art form and I I really just have grown into that and it's like it's like I've always been like oh maybe I should be like an astronaut like that would be I love space I've always loved space and it's like I should just help people in that aspect because it's what I love right and then I came to college <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, I am really, really, really good at like talking to people and not so much space oriented things. <laughs> and so, yeah. and it's like, it's just accepting that like you're, this is what I'm meant to do. And it's like, you just have to embrace it. Oh, absolutely. And like, theater and like opera you know obviously they're similar you're yes. you're performing on a stage um telling stories of people from the past or you know made up people and you know you're sharing these stories 
you're uh, sharing your energy with everyone in the mm -hmm. room. It's, it's, it's such this like, um, connection between everyone and like even though you're not saving someone's life or whatever like you're still um you're still making an impact on people absolutely and, yeah. absolutely yeah. i'm literally i just got such like a goose i was like Whoa! it's like it's just like you are impacting life i remember my not my first moment but the most not the most recent either just one of the theater moments that i was like oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was like two, three years ago. We were seeing Mean Girls with my mom. Mean Girls on Broadway, or not on Broadway. Excuse me, it was Broadway Willis series that was coming to Des Moines Playhouse. Not Playhouse, uh, Performing Arts Center, the Civic Center. And um, it, it was the opening of it, it Roars. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, 100%. And of course I went back and forth to astronomy thing, but now I know, but it took a little bit, but now I know. And, uh, it's just like, I could impact someone else like that. Like someone could be listening to this podcast right now and listen to like our stories and be like, yeah, I want to start a podcast and, but it's going to be about trains. And then they create like the newest model of train that like the railway sy system there i'm a big advocate for the ra railway system but like <laughs> the uh like they could like be the next engineer for the railway rare oh my goodness railway high speed system in the united states of america <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah um actually since you like shared that theater i have a i have a really good theater story that i would please, like to share please say yes anytime you want to butt in about something that's not a question absolutely please go for it so um last year our musical we did was annie you know a pretty common everyone knows annie you know but I did sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show you know honestly like when I, it was announced that we were doing that i was like really Annie we're doing Annie the most basic like musical you could literally do but then when we were performing um uh at, when we were doing like what was it the the last like song everyone the whole ensemble everyone was on stage we were all it was like I think it was like after bows you know we all do the bows we step back and then we all sing Tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow, yes. tomorrow. Yeah, we were all singing that. And we look out in the audience and all these like old people are singing with us because no. this is like a short generation. You know, they know this song. It means things to them. They're all singing along with us. And I literally was trying to hold back my tears. Like it was such a moving moment because you could just see the impact we were making on them. And it was, it was just amazing. It's just, exactly, like, collective energy is just so, mm -hmm. like, ah, like, I, I'm definitely a performer, <laughs> I am such a bad performer when it's not live performances, and this, I think this is another reason why, honestly, I was born in this time. If I was really going to be a performer, I really had to grow in places I'm not good at performing in, and that is, one of them is not live theater, <laughs> and, like, recording stuff, and right now, I'm, like, struggling, not struggling, but, like, you have to just tape auditions, and you don't have people to 
get that energy from or it's like you can have three people uh up here at uni i haven't had i haven't done the opportunity to uh be in a full length production or anything um i've just done like directing scenes and like 10 minute plays that are over zoom mainly like a lot of zoom theater and that's also why i started using zoom for my podcast it's just i'm very knowledgeable of the technology now <laughs> and so um i oh, it's just the energy of a live theater audience that is just oh, it just takes it to the next level it does it's amazing it is oh, it's like sorry i'm not again i told you earlier it's like i'm a nerd <laughs> like it's, oh you're it's, all good, you're it, good. i truly like i just have to accept that i really am a theater <laughs> like yeah. i just just telling people like it's not even my story to tell but like the fact that I right now the play I'm in is called antidepressants and it is um about this uh guy who is in a therapy office uh going to get an actual antidepressant because he's like chronically depressed and then I get a I usually get to play like depressed characters or mom characters like I'm I'm a little bit of a bigger woman, which is, that's fine. I'm, 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 I think I'm beautiful the way I am. I'm not yeah. saying that. Like, but like, I usually get pushed into the mom direction or the more like, like I'm quirky and sad <laughs> direction. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that is a common, common thing I've been acting for as long as I've been acting. <laughs> and so, in which I have no problem. And it's a, it's an opportunity to grow in each and every role. However, my role is finally like this party girl who like is in the therapist's office to get like party like drugs and she's acting inside the scene to be depressed, but she's really this party girl. Oh. And I'm just like, I get this new role I've never played before and it's just, ugh. I don't even know how you got that story, to be honest. <laughs> no, I, no, you're all good. That's like that's a really cool role because yeah, you're you're acting the part, but you're acting within the part. So it's mm -hmm. like, Isn't yeah, that that's so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I I've never I've obviously that's a very common thing in the media because it's a good uh, comedy like not scheme but uh, comedy plot I suppose. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very excited about acting in that. Yeah, that's really exciting. Well, shoot, I think we should go to the next question. Yeah. Um, unless you have anything else. Do you have anything else? I don't think so, no. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the next one <laughs> is what do you personally think happens after death? Because we all oh. die. We all yeah. die. <laughs> um... <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I am Christian, so I do believe in heaven and hell, and I'm not, I'm not Catholic, I'm, I'm like Lutheran ELCA, um, so I don't necessarily believe that there's like a purgatory, but I do believe in like ghosts and spirits, so there's actually like a lot of questions that I have about the afterlife that like I just don't know how I mean I won't figure them out till it happens you know <laughs> but um that's my motto in life it's like I think this is supposed to be happening but I'm not gonna know until <laughs> you know <laughs> right um 
like, yeah, I do believe that there's a heaven for sure. And there's probably a hell just, I don't know, just based on what I'm, you know, but I feel like, uh, something I like struggled a lot with when I was like a few years younger was like, well, you know, the Bible says like, oh, if you're, if you believe in God, you'll go to heaven. Well, what about the people that don't believe in God? Like there can be a really good person who's, you know, might be atheist or, or just a different religion who, you know, might not have been the, like, the same God. Honestly, I actually think everyone who is, like, religious and believes in a God believes in the same God, just in a different way. I believe, I believe that as well. I think they all, I think we all incorporate this, like, higher power, Mm -hmm. and I honestly, I'm a big believer in, uh, whatever you believe is what kind of happens. Like, we are our own consciousness, and, like, I think once that's released, it's just, like, the endorphins just, like, not the endorphins, but our energy, our consciousness just explodes and, you know, what we truly believe in happens. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good way to look at it because I, that I also kind of feel like that because, um, you know, my, for example, my, um, my grandpa, he was a pastor and he recently passed away and, but I haven't, I was kind of expecting to be like visited by him but like I haven't really but like I don't know um I'm like well maybe he's just you know vibing in heaven like maybe it's more of like a ghosty or spirit thing to like be visited by your loved one you know so dude I oh my gosh this is crazy that we're talking about this because last night I literally I was on TikTok as uh, my teenager self is <laughs> like, you know, I'm scrolling through TikTok and I, okay. So my grandparents, I love, I love how you feel this way because I've always felt that way. I was like, why aren't they contacting me? Like I've, everyone I know has these like contacts, like as soon as they die, they get visited. I'm like, I was there to see their death, um, actually. And I, uh, got to say goodbye luckily. And I'm very blessed in that aspect, but I've never been contacted from the afterlife. And I, I, I got a, I have a ghost tattooed on my body. I, I believe 100% in ghosts and aliens and all that fun stuff. But, um, I was like, why haven't I been contacted? I am angry. Like, (laughs) and, uh, I was scrolling on TikTok last night and it was talking about a grandfather figure and how he's watching over me. And he's so proud of me and just to trust in him and like, pray to him, like contact him. Like he's been trying so hard, but you aren't trying to contact him. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Like I could believe that. And then this says, look for him in the birds, look for him in the birds. And I had his sweatshirt on with a duck. That's insane. That's isn't that insane. And now like, you're talking about this. I'm like, oh 
my goodness. And this is his amulet, actually. I have uh, when he passed. Um, it's from Mexico. I've heard that it's for protection. We had a we have a holistic healing uh, shop in Oskaloosa, where I am from. And uh, and I went in. I was like, hey, do you guys know what these are? Like, can you feel the energy in it? Like, can you like, you know, like listen to it or anything? Like, do you know what it means? And like, because, you know, just a lot of spiritualities like are bouncing all th over through this world. And like, you know, some energy holds on more and I was getting ready to ask like hey and they're like oh it's for protection like oh that's so cool it's probably not a real like bone but it's like a replica but it still holds energy and I've never realized how much and then it's like he is trying to contact me and this is just a little thing for him to protect me and then I have a lion one as well but wow. anyway so you brought that up while I was wearing the amulet and I was like oh my goodness anyway that's <laughs> Super cool. Sorry, I'm just like adjusting. Okay. No, you are. Um, uh, yeah, I just like, I think, um, yeah, I think everyone can experience like afterlife in a different way. And I actually saw a TikTok, you know, that now that we're talking about TikTok, I yeah. saw TikTok, I think, morning. Um, and it was about a girl who she actually died for like seven minutes. Um, because I don't remember what happened, but, um, might have been drugs. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, she was, you know, she was dead for seven minutes and she said that like when she was like her heart stopped, she felt like she was going up through this tunnel to the stars and she was like in space, like in the stars, but, and she could feel her loved ones around her, but like couldn't see them or anything like that. And um uh i i was looking at the comments and some people were like oh you know maybe it's because like they knew you were gonna come back to life and so they wanted to like protect you and um help you feel safe but they knew it like wasn't your time yet or something like that i don't know i just wow. thought that yeah that's so oh that's so i love talking about death <laughs> like i love i love talking about and hearing and researching <laughs> It's just like, I, it's, of course, it's a horrible, sad thing to happen when you, especially when you love other people and it's like, but I think I can't, this, I shouldn't say this because like, this is such, but I cannot wait to die. <laughs> I can't, I, not, it's like, not in like a weird, like depressed suicidal way or anything. I just, I think it's going to be such a euphoric experience. It's something that our body cannot handle. So we leave it yeah something our human little meat suits cannot handle so we leap like that is so amazing that is so beautiful as well like that is i know it's i sound crazy but it's just something no. I, that is something i fully believe in with all of my heart all of my heart i completely agree just the way you said meats <laughs> yes. but aren't we aren't we just meat suits on this I mean, floating yes. rock you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> right um, it's like it's beautiful down here don't get me wrong like we are all learning lessons and we chose this path i believe and like mm -hmm. however we are still meat suits on a floating rock <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i afterlife is also super fascinating for me and you know i i also am excited to die not that i want to right now but exactly. i am excited i don't know i'm not trying to die right now i'm not trying to die right yeah. now <laughs> okay don't call the psych ward um i'm okay yeah your mold uh, device going off 
yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I truly think that, um, like, whatever one's beliefs in can, like, correspond to their, like, afterlife experience, because Absolutely. I also think reincarnation can be a thing, too. Like, um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of things, like, something, you know, their past life or whatever, like, I just think, um, I, I do think beliefs can correspond with what will actually happen to your spirit, and, um, yeah. and the whole, like, with, like, spirits, or, like, ghosts, or whatever you want to call them, like, yeah. uh, I, I do believe in them, and, you know, they, they say, like, oh, it's because they have, like, unfinished business or something, and, you know, I think that's, um, something to, take into account too. I don't know. I just think I, I don't necessarily have a clear idea of what I believe the afterlife is going to be like, but for me, I do think there's like a heaven and hell. Um, but I, I think it, it depends on whatever that person's belief is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Would you say that you're still on your journey to finding that out? I would say that I am. Whew. I'm knee deep, but I'm not anywhere close to even being halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like we said, I won't know till it happens. Right. Um, I don't even know why I said that because we won't even be complete into this journey until we die. And I think right. that's honestly the universe or God or the, you know, it, our higher power uh, talking to us and being like, you did it. You completed your life mission. Yeah. It's time to go. Yeah. That's kind of my biggest belief in life. It's just like, if it is your time, it's your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just, what do you, or like, how do you feel, or have you, okay, have you ever seen a ghost or like had a, a ghosty? Oh, <laughs> too many to freaking count. Too many okay, to freaking count. I, I okay. know this is like an interview about me, but I, I love talking about ghosts. Girl, it's good. We're on a podcast. It's all about talking. No, you're good. You're so good. Okay. So my first one was when I was, I remember my mom and I remember seeing them too, is like, I remember these two ghosts in my room when I was younger and I would be like, oh, there's ghosts in my room. Yeah. I, they're like my friends. Like, <laughs> and I remember one had a nose ring. And I think that is, and I remember one had dyed hair. So I think that they, <laughs> maybe they possessed me. Maybe they possessed me. Maybe I've actually just possessed my whole life. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just like, maybe they're my imaginary friends too. And like, who even knows what imaginary friends? Like, I haven't even looked into any psychology reports on that. But like, I'm sure there are some neurologists or child psychologists that are very interested in that. But I definitely I had some imaginary friends and it's like I wouldn't play with them they would just watch over me and protect me and maybe it was my grandparents in a different life I don't know or not in a different life but once we're in a different form or whatever yeah it's like it's like time is a human concept you know so mm -hmm. it's just like who knows maybe that was them when they were like in their rebellious face because everyone has a rebellious face <laughs> obviously <laughs> this is a podcast so it does go on uh spotify but i will be uploading this also to youtube so it's just like those who are viewing uh physically um this is what i look like and those who are in audio only i have a septum piercing 
Um, I'm wearing all black and I have pink dyed, badly faded hair <laughs> and short, badly faded pink hair. So maybe those ghosts did really possess me or something. And then I had a second experience that just sticks out of my mind. And I'm also genuinely like attracted to cemeteries. I think that they're so peaceful. Mm -hmm. I, when I first learned that people used to go on picnics in cemeteries, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Like, I, I, I think that's so cool that those spirits who are still here, although they may not all be good and you should have protection, like, I apparently like my grandfather is protecting me. Pop off is what we call them. Um, but you know, just make sure you're protected, whether that's through the Christian Bible or whatever you believe in that's bringing you protection, of course. But my second experience was when I was like, I don't know, 16, 17 years old. So well beyond the, uh, the, um, the imaginary friends. If you have imaginary friends at 17 years you know what? I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge if people have imaginary friends at 17 years old. That's just not a common thing to be happening, especially in small town Oskaloosa. <laughs> but, um, so we, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so I was sleeping one night and I wake up to my trash can being knocked over and I was like, what? <laughs> like, you know, cause that's, <laughs> well, I've always been very mindful and like, I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever, go with the flow, whatever comes, comes. But, um, and I hear like crinkling, like on, like, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a messy person. So I had some like wrappers of like donuts or like Twinkies or something, maybe chips. I don't even know what it was, but some junk food wrappers. <laughs> and like, I could hear like crinkling, like someone was walking. So I immediately shot up and I was just going to like scare my mom or my sister no one was there. No one was there. No one was freaking there. May mm -hmm. I say that? No one was there. And uh, I'll say it again. No one was there. And so I was like, but my trash can was knocked over. My trash can was knocked over. I will say that right now because it was knocked over in the morning too. But anyway, I digress. So I am terrified, but I go back to sleep. I remember this was around midnight. It wasn't exact time, but I remember waking up a second time with things being compressed on my chest and just some like ancient tongue in my ear. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, I wish I could just like pretend like I wasn't kidding. And like, maybe this is why I'm look a little bit crazy, but like, it's just like, Oh my goodness, like there's someone speaking to me right now. I can't tell the language and it was a female voice, which maybe it was the divine feminine uh, energy we have all flowing through us, but like. Did it, did it feel like threatening or was it like comforting? I honestly was just what so was, like, like <laughs> I think I was just all like, what the fuck? Like, I was yeah. like, I was just like. Like, like, I didn't even notice. And then I honestly don't remember anything after that, except for waking up and being like, uh, mom, like, I, I remember I told my mom this. I don't even know if she remembers this story, but I, I do. <laughs> I will always remember that story. But anyway, long story short, um, yeah, I believe in ghosts. I believe in yeah. ghosts and spirits and spirit guides, especially spirit guides, especially. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, um, I've never had very distinct like ghosty experiences but I have had a few where I'm like 
that definitely, like, could have been something, you know? Right. Like, um, my sophomore year in high school, we, um, my choir went on a a tour in Germany and Austria, and, um, we were, like, on one of the first days, we were, um, we were sightseeing, uh, um, an old, like, coal mine factory with, like, Mm -hmm. another, um, choir from, like, Germany, and, uh, we were, you know, we were on the tour, and I was kind of, like, I was kind of, like, disassociating, but, um, it, like, while the tour guide was talking in this one room, but then I just feel, like, something, like, kind of pushed me away from, like, the door, and I look behind me, and, like, no one's there, like, I was kind of, like, slightly separate from the crowd and um I was like oh no one's around maybe like because you know I was kind of like not with it at the moment and so I, it it could have just been like something I made up in my head or whatever but like everything um, happens for a reason yeah and um it, I mean it was a coal mine people die, you know, so many people have died there. Yeah, that's something I've never looked into, but, like, that's so just intense and crazy, a part of every country's history. Like, every, every country has had, like, miners, almost, I would say. Maybe not every, everyone, but. No, yeah, and, like, yeah, like, a lot of people have died there, and one of my friends, well, we're not really friends anymore, but <laughs> we were friends at the time, and um, she, like, is very sensitive to, like, ghosts and stuff, and she has a, has had a lot of, like, paranormal experiences, and she was like, oh, yeah, I was getting, like, major ghost vibes in there, and, um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I do think that that was kind of, like, something at least you know absolutely absolutely I believe it yeah and then like also sometimes I'll be having like a ghost nightmare like I have a lot of nightmares about ghosts yeah and then I'll like I'll like (gasps) you know wake up from um and then I'm like I swear if I check my phone and it is 3 a.m it's over and then I'll look at my phone and it's 3 a.m and I'm like (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you gotta get some sage and, like, bless your house, some incense, and, like, get, just to make sure, you know, you know. No, um, I don't know. I, my house, like, definitely isn't haunted. Like, it, we, we built this house, so, like, no one, like, for, and, Mm -hmm. but I do have some weird things happen that could be easily explained by other things Mm -hmm. like sometimes my ceiling fan will just like turn oh my god i thought it just turned on um sometimes Sometimes can you imagine is it i almost shit my pants no No, um, sometimes it does turn on by itself, though, but, like, that, that's also because, like, just the, the wiring is, like, messed up, like, they, they installed it, installed it weird, but, um, I just got scared because it made, it just made the noise that it makes when it does turn on by itself, so that's why I was, like, but, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and then sometimes like my here I'll, I'll switch my camera out like that door right there yes it leads to like um my bathroom and um sometimes I'll try to like go in there in, in the middle of the night and it'll be like locked and my my little sister's room her room connects with the bathroom so I I'll go into her room and I'll be like dude like why'd you lock the door like mm -hmm. I have to pee it's the middle of the night you know right. and she'll put, I, I didn't like I didn't lock it and I'm like, dude, are you, are, are you, are you for real? And she's like, no, like, I, I, I swear I didn't. But also, like, the, there are some loose screws on it, so it could have just, like, done, done it by itself. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's, a, there's, like, some weird things that happen to me that can be easily explained by other things, but sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> why? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then one other thing. Sorry. No, <laughs> I guess we're just please. talking about ghosts. Please um, give, it, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, like one time I was driving my friend home from like a speech party because I'm in speech and, you know, we have speech I parties was in after. Speech. I miss it so much. <laughs> yeah. What, what categories did you do? Oh, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Okay, so I did, <laughs> I did large and small group. Um, I did, uh, I did solo mime. <laughs> I did solo mime and I made it to Allstate one year. I did it for three out of the four years. Um, I did group improv, um, like all three years. And then senior year for large group, I did a one act. And it was called The Beauty Inside, and it was about an honor killing in Turkey, Istanbul. And um, my cast was amazing. It was all my peers, which was really a different challenge to work through. I still am, like, so proud of that performance, and I wish I would have recorded it. Because, like, I could have, anyway. But, like, <laughs> I wish I would have recorded it. Uh, I, I really, yeah. But then, for solo, I always did storytelling. I did um, spontaneous speaking my freshman year. That ended quickly. <laughs> but then <laughs> I did um, uh, solo improv and storytelling all three years. And then senior year, I did storytelling. I always did storytelling. I really loved it. <laughs> Hence the podcast now. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. But uh, and then senior year, I did musical theater and I made it to Allstate as well. So I was super super pumped with that how about you yeah. what did you do uh well <laughs> iowa okay i i live in minnesota and we don't have those like <laughs> i was weird i will say it right now i love i love her i love her she's my home state forever and always but she's a little weird in the speech <laughs> Wait, you guys have like mime <laughs> exactly solo mime in a large group speech <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. We, like, in Minnesota, we don't have, like, group categories. We just have, like, um, individual and then, like, duo. Because um, yeah. we, we do mostly, like, the NSDA categories, like, drama, humor, um, duo, uh, extended wow. speaking, like, those kind of, I, I don't know, have you heard of those ones? Yes. Okay, yes. I, I didn't know if you guys did, like, the NSDA ones or whatever, but. Um, something called I. HSSA, Iowa High School Speech Association. It was like its own thing. It, gotcha. <laughs> she was, she, I was always seeing my friends in like other states like win like certain like 
categories. I'm like, man, I wish Iowa did that. And like some other parts of Iowa do that, but not mine. Gotcha. Um, well, I, Minnesota also has a few like state categories, kind of like Iowa does, but they're, they're, um, individual. But so my, the first three years of my, um, speech career, I did extemporaneous reading and that's an individual category. And it's, it's like, um, it's, it's, uh, so you have a book <laughs> and there's like a bunch of stories within the book. And then at tournaments, um, for each round, you draw like three of the stories and then you choose the one you want to perform for that round. And then you have 30 to like prepare it. Um, and like write an intro and then you like perform it. And so I did that for three years. I hated the category. Like I hated it, but I loved the people, which is why I stayed in it. Like the people. Awesome. What, yeah. what about the people, may I ask? Oh, um, they were all just so friendly. Like a lot of speech kids are super competitive, <laughs> you know, especially in Minnesota, like, like our speech in Minnesota is very cutthroat. And Mine kids? <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid, but like, I've never felt, I used to do dance. I've been a band kid. I've, I've seen some intense families and moms and like dance moms and like all throughout my life. I'll tell you what, <laughs> there was this one woman, it was my senior year in speech, and she had, she did a point speech right before mine. I would, I swear, I, not to be like, not to toot my own horn, I loved my, uh, mime category. I don't, it well, didn't meet my Wild West one, which was the one I made at Allstate, but I really liked it, and I felt like I was going to do great, but then this girl goes in beforehand, like, does a death stare before me as she goes in, and does a point mime. Yeah. Yeah, how am I supposed to compete with that? I used to do point, but, like, how am I supposed to just whip that out for my mime routine? Please tell me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mime kids are intense. Anyway, back to what you were saying. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. And then I did, um, like, this year I switched to prose because we have, we had to do speech virtually, obviously, this year. And so I didn't, because I didn't really have the people aspect of like temporaneous reading I'm like okay well I'm gonna do a category that I actually enjoy then so it's basically like drama where you know you take like a book and you prepare a 10 minute speech and you perform it kind of like a play almost but you know yeah Yeah, and I did pretty well with that and it was a good season so yeah that's awesome well shoot I think we should maybe move on to the final question wait what were we saying before we totally um, just, I can't remember what, what we were talking about. That question, our prompt that uh, led us down that rabbit hole was, um, what happens after death? <laughs> oh, wait, I remember, I was going to okay. say something. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Please go. Um, yeah, for sure. It was a speech party. I was driving my friend. Honey, oh, so- yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're totally good. You're totally good. It just one little quick ghost story before we move on. But um, I was driving my friend home and we were actually talking about ghosts and we were um talking about how like um when she was younger when she would be like home alone like at age like 10 or 11 she would hear like cupboards opening and closing like by themselves like when she you know she would be home alone and all stuff would like happen by itself and it would freak her out 
And then we were talking about that. And the moment we pull into her driveway, no, my radio Sorry, turns I'm off. I'm plugging my computer in. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. But like we were, you know, we were talking about this like ghost stuff. And then we pull into her driveway and my radio turns off. No. Like by itself. Yeah. It's like, it was just crazy because we were literally just talking about like ghosty things. And then that just happened. And we were like, we were both like, what? I had something very similar happen to me. Me and my friend Kinsey, which I hope to later have on the show. I haven't formally invited her, but like, <laughs> if she's listening, hey Kinsey. But <laughs> we were, um, uh, she was like, we used to hang out all the time in high school. And like, we loved, her and I both love cemeteries, or at least she like appreciated that I love cemeteries and we, she would drive me through them when we hung out. Um, and one day her car battery was having some issues, but it died in the middle of the cemetery. We were going down this hill. We were going down a hill first off, and then her car died. And then we get out. I was like, Hey, we should get <laughs> me being a little bit back to astrology. A little bit of an Aquarius was like, Hey, we should get out to see what, what gravestones are. Maybe they stopped us for a reason. We got out. One of the gravestones was named Kinsey, and then one next to it was her last name, which was Cook. It wasn't, like, but it was just, like, really, like, and then we also went and got a reading done recently, I remember, and, like, it was just a lot of coincidences happening right after the other, and it was just it's crazy. I, it, it, I absolutely believe in ghosts because of just how many experiences I've had, whether they're explainable or not, just like they've all lined up so perfectly that I just can't not, like, I can't not believe, you know, that's a double negative, but I don't know. No. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, ghosts, like, as much as they're interesting to me, they kind of freak me out a little bit, just, I, I'm, I'm a very paranoid person, but, like, um, I don't know how anyone, like, couldn't, with everything that's happened to everyone, you know, like, with, like, their ghost stories, I just don't understand how people can't believe, to some extent, at least, you know. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Totally. All right, the final question, and then I will say goodbye, and thank you for joining me, but how do you find happiness every day, slash where do you find happiness, or however you interpret this question, of course? Yeah, um, well, I find a lot of, like, happiness in nature, and um, I love, like, going for walks with my dog, um, like, when I have time, and, like, especially like in the evening um when the sun's setting or even well see I used to really love going on walks like in the nighttime like at like 10 p.m but then one time I was followed so that wasn't good but <laughs> um <laughs> I get it um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love like um uh spending time like outside in nature and just admiring all natural beauty and like um Another thing I, like, whenever I go for walks, I either, like, listen to a podcast, but sometimes I listen to, like, um, choral music, like, choir music, and, like, I just, I love choral music so much. I love choral music. I love choral music. Who's your favorite composer? Who is your favorite composer? You gotta tell me. Uh, Sorry, I know. <laughs> uh, not to be basic, 
Are you going to say Eric Whitaker? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> He's one of my favorites, but I also like Ola Yellow. I don't know how to say it here. Let me look up. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think that name sounds she, really familiar. She composed Northern Lights, which actually was performed at Dorian. Um, like by one of, it was like one of the nights, it was, I think it was the night before, like one of the choirs that actually came in and sang. I don't know if, were you there for that concert? I don't think so. Okay, I that's okay. So. Um, but it's called Northern Lights. Let me see what her name, yeah, Ola, Ola Gelo. It looks like a Norwegian name, but, um, she composed Northern Lights and, um, uh, Sanctus, and I think, yeah, I don't know, but two of them, those two songs I really like, and they're on my Coral Bangers playlist, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really like her, and I do like Eric Whitaker, even though that's a very basic answer. My favorite composers are Moses Hogan, because I really like spirituals, I just think that they're so, like, ugh, empowering for the black community which is very important nowadays and just like there's so much just stories and like memories and these celebration and like like just grief and like these songs and they're amazing and I also really like Jake Rue instead oh yeah I know I know it's a little basic but also <sighs> wait is he the one who composed um uh we will mend the sky Ooh, I'm not sure. My favorite by him is Let My Love Be Heard. Um, and I think uh, there's another one I really like. There's another song. I don't know what the composer is, but all of us, considering Matthew Shepard, which is an amazing story in its own that needs to be shared. But there's um, like the whole series of choral music. I love all of us. We did it for Allstate one year in Iowa. And it just has stuck in my head ever since, ever since. I love that. Yeah, I, I just looked it up on YouTube. Um, if you haven't heard the song, We Can Mend the Sky, you have to listen to it. It's I'm gonna write that down right now. Yeah, Jake, it's by Jake Winstad. And it's, it's about, like, the lyrics were taken from a poem written by a refugee. For, I don't remember from what country, but um, it's basically talking about, like, their journey to freedom. Wow. And um, it's like, if we can, if we can come together, then we can mend the sky. Like, basically, if we can find this unity, then we can solve all these problems. And it's literally the most amazing uh, song, like, ever. Like, it's probably one of my favorite. It's definitely in my, like, wow. top three songs. And I, whenever I need a good cry, I listen to it. So, yeah. <laughs> if you ever no, need a good cry. That sounds like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. I also really like uh, Elaine when we went to Dorian. Uh, Elaine, uh, what's her last name? Oh, God. She's my queen. <laughs> I love her. She's, yes. We sang um, my, like, uh, concert choir back at my high school. We mm -hmm. sang, um, Oh, Love, and she composed that, and that's a really pretty song. Oh, Love is so good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Love. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it's so good. It is. And uh, uh, what was the song that we sang at Dorian Call? I can't remember. Oh, shoot. Um, it's actually, I think it's sister. Yeah, I love that song. What, what was it? Hang on. 
Yeah, I really mm -hmm. like songs that incorporate oh, storytelling. Sorry, what was that? The Song of Miriam. <gasps> the Song of Miriam. Oh my goodness, that is so good. That it, it <laughs> and just the fact that we got to like learn from the composer herself. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. It was just amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah. shoot. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, just to recap what I was saying, yeah. nature and music are like a big part of where I find happiness. And actually this summer, I'm going to be a Bible camp counselor at um, Camp Iwalu. And that's a, I, you probably haven't heard of it, but it's, um, it's a Bible camp in Strawberry Point, Iowa, very small town, Iowa. And um, it's, it's so amazing. It's very like rustic. Like we use the bathroom in outhouses. We make all our meals over the fire, but it's, it's just such a way to like connect with God and other people yeah. through nature and music and storytelling. It's literally like, it's amazing. That, anyway. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you for joining me today. This was yeah. truly amazing. I love talking to you and I'm so glad that I got to know you a little bit more as well. And we should like meet up or something and like, I, I hate, I hate that in COVID right now, I have to do it on Zoom or, you know, just also you're in Minnesota. I'm not in Minnesota. So I'm very thankful for this technology, but also I wish we could have met in person. So. Yeah, for sure. But this was a lot of fun. So thank yes. you for having me. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway,